there are people throughout the world that have interesting stories to tell. Stories of heroism, acts of kindness, near-death experiences, successes, and failures. You usually hear of these stories from people that live in another state or country. But what about the stories from within your own community? Everyone has a story to tell. And by everyone, we mean your neighbor, your coworker, the person behind you at church, people you interact with on a daily basis, or maybe even you. Welcome to the DTB podcast presented by Bless Your Heart Nonprofit Corporation. I'm Jere Jean Bonjaro, standing in for Brennan Mathern. I'll be your host as we speak with some of the most interesting people on in Bayou Lafourche. Farming and agriculture have been a way of life for Cajuns along Bayou Lafourche since our ancestors settled here. All of us have heard stories of our ancestors, friends, and family members who have made a living off of the land. From trapping, sugarcane farming, trawling, commercial fishing, or oyster harvesting. The entrepreneurial spirit is another common theme throughout our Cajun heritage. So we are thrilled that a local farming family is here with us today. Joining us is Bryce Shermy and Megan Gidry Shermy of Cutoff, owners and form hands at Shermy Forms. Guys, welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Um, so at the beginning of every podcast, we ask the same question. Who are you? Who, who are your parents? Where are you from? Who's your mama and papa? <laughs> um, Megan, Jeremy, mom and dad are Tiva and Vincent Gidry. Um, her dad was Roland Falgu. He had the tugboats. Um, my dad's mom and dad is Mary and Douglas Gidry. And so where, are you, where were you raised? In La Rose. Okay. And Bryce? Yeah, so uh, I'm Bryce Sheremy. My parents are Ressy and Tate Sheremy. Uh, my dad's parents were Manny Sheremy and Kathy Sheremy. And uh, my mom's parents are Jerry and Karen Curell, who raised me from eight years old. Awesome. And where were you raised? Uh, till I was eight, I was in the Galliano Golden Meadow area. And then I moved to Cutoff, and I've been in Cutoff ever since. A reformed bulldog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are so excited about Share Me Forms. Uh, being a customer of Share Me Forms, I actually had y'all at my children's birthday party this last year, which was a huge celebration post-COVID. Um, I want to know, like, what did, like, how did Share Me Forms start? Like, how did y'all come up with this idea? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so Megan's grandpa always loved animals and she grew up around it um as far as me i uh i wouldn't necessarily say i grew up around farm animals but i grew up hunting them and uh <laughs> and enjoyed that and always enjoyed animals just to begin with so we started with two goats and four chickens and just as pets and uh when we bought all of our property it, it just it expanded from there we we really we really focused on really wanting to be able to work for ourselves, have that kind of freedom, um, and, and be able to make an impact, especially to kids on the bayou. Uh, it's it's not every day you can go to a petting zoo like we offer right. uh, and, and learn about the animals that we have. We t On the way here, we were researching what what kind of feed you need to be feeding certain animals and, and just just give a lot of a lot of 
insight and knowledge on animals, especially for children who who want to pursue this kind of life. And, and uh, just give the kids something yeah. to do. We have yeah. nothing down here. Right, right. We, <laughs> we, we, I've always, I've been telling her we've been together uh, eleven years now, if I'm not mistaken, and um, I've been telling her since day one. I want to work for myself. I don't know what I want to do yet. Right. But whatever I enjoy doing, that's what I want to do. Right. And we have, I have off the wall ideas. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to open up a, like the swamp in Homa. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something like that down here. Yeah. So we, we just have a, a lot of ideas that we want to do, and we. We we think we found the form is That's what's, awesome. what's going to be our thing. It's funny you say that because when I started, like when we initially started Bless Your Heart, I I kept telling my mom for like, pro- like probably six months, I would drive home from court and I would like go to pick up my kids and I would always tell her like I feel like God wants me to do something like, but I just don't know what it is and it was like this yearning, and it's like when Bless Your Heart happened, it was almost like this familiarity like. I knew that this was what he wanted me to do. So it like is really encouraging to see like two young people in our community, two parents of young children who kind of like, you know, like don't let life happen to you and kind of like make life happen. And so it's very encouraging and I'm really, really excited that y'all are here. I want to know the most important question about Share Me Forms is who are the members? Who are the animals? (laughs) (laughs) So, so every... Every animal on our farm, except for the chickens and the ducks, have names. Really? <laughs> and, and I'm going to start it, but I won't be able to finish it. So Megan will remember the rest of the names. Yeah, it's only my, me or Mason. So our newest one, we have the one and only kangaroo south of 90. <laughs> we have, we have a, a baby kangaroo. His name is Cash. With a Cash K. the kangaroo with a K. Awesome. Um, and we just acquired a miniature donkey. His name's Joe, uh, named after Joe Burrow. <laughs> so uh, then we have Freckles, 30-year-old miniature horse. He's a rescue. We rescued him out of another state that he wasn't doing well, and we brought him back to life. That's amazing. And you you seen him at a party at oh, our yeah, party. Absolutely. He was there. Oh, yeah, um, that was Natalie's favorite. And then we we have uh, we have miniature cows. We have Anna. We have Angel, and we have Ferdinand. Awesome. Obviously, our five year old names most of them. <laughs> um, we have fifteen goats. Yeah. Uh, wow. The stud being Sam. He was our original our goat. First our baby. first goat we ever bought. He's still with us, and he won't ever. He's going to live and die on the farm. He won't ever go nowhere. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, we've got... Solomon, the sheep. Yeah, we just bought a, a sheep. Um, he's very nice. He He's gentle. Mason did his debut at the rodeo riding a <laughs> sheep, so Mason, that's our practice for, uh, for that. And we've got Jack, Jill... Izzy. I mean, we've got oh, yeah. names for everything. A ton of them. Yeah. We can't forget George. We've got George. Our 400-pound pig that seven, thinks he's seven, a dog. <laughs> well, now he's eight years old, and he's never spent a night outside. But now he lives outside with the – he was another rescue. Yeah. We, we took mm-hmm. him in, and uh, he enjoys our other pigs. We've got Charlie and Piglet. So That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me what it's like, like, seeing your children, like, on the farm. Like, is that – you know, I live in a residential neighborhood, you know, and when I get home, we take baths and do all that stuff. But, like, what is it like raising a family on a farm? We are never inside. Yeah. <laughs> never. Like, I mean, they are dirty the minute they are outside. Yeah. You know, they Baylor, enjoy. <laughs> Baylor's one, and uh, 
and he, oh, so he was. wasn't walking and and megan caught him the other day eating goat poop oh you know <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just part of it you know we I mean, that's good for his system he wants yeah. to go outside all the time mason you know he's learning responsibilities yeah mason so mason will go that. mason's five mason? he's okay. five and he'll go out and feed his animals and and do everything yeah. you know and that's uh awesome. and we i like it's a blessing yeah. I I guess, and we may, everyone parents different, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like I like to give him some responsibilities that he can handle mm-hmm. and, and let him accomplish those often. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I'm not trying to put our kids to work, you know, but um, a little bit of responsibility to get him far in life, even if there's nothing else that we teach him. So, right, absolutely. So I like for him to be able to make some of his own decisions and uh, and Megan will agree. Um, we we give them options. If you want to do something now, you can do it now or later. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna do it, you right. know. And uh, and I mean, it's what I what I enjoy the most is we always we talk about different stuff. And he says he says that if if we can't find no food at the store, we got meat chickens. We can eat them any day. You know? <laughs> so so he. He's 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 prepared. He's all form boy. He likes it and he he enjoys hunting and fishing just like I do and he's into sports just like I was and That's awesome. You know. That's awesome. I know I definitely think it's important, you know, whether you raise on a farm or you live in a residential neighborhood, like teaching your children responsibility at a young age. I just think it's so important because I, you know, on the flip side, representing, you know, and going to court and seeing these people, there's so many kids and adults who don't know how to take responsibility never really had any direction though in their defense too right no absolutely absolutely but i think you know if we can instill that in our kids and they can you know try to you know be good examples for For friends and just try our best right so i want to know like what is so y'all live on a form i know that y'all do birthday party um petting zoos but i want like just explain what like what do y'all offer like what are the different facets of share me forms so we breed goats we have nigerian dwarf goats for sale we sell our eggs um we're getting into the meat chicken business should be partnering up with a local form too. Um, we do birthday parties at the form or at your home. Um, we started our annual craft shows with local vendors, um, which is which is to support local companies. You know that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, and that's what's really dying down here is local business. Mm-hmm. You know, people moving out, people don't really know what they can do for a business, right. and our craft show. Um, our last one was very successful. Mm-hmm. Lots of people were there. Lots of vendors had a lot of success, and um, I don't know. It, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to say. It, it just it gives a lot of people an opportunity, an opportunity, and maybe even a voice. We we want to invite local companies. We were you know we want that for people. We, we want, want to put everyone to succeed. We want right. We want to put people on the map. Yeah, you know. for sure. I mean, I think with COVID, like, True, yeah. we all were just so stuck. At it was home just so great. It was... I, I mean, we went to that first craft show and we were selling some of our uh, Lafouche, our home t shirts, just to people in the public because we had extra after our uniform drive. And we made a lot of money, like, with the nonprofit. And we were actually able to give some to some families that I can tell were there for the free event, but also. You know, they walked around the craft boots and maybe couldn't afford. So we, you know, we ended up, uh, we gave out free blankets and we gave out some free T-shirts. 
Um, and the most important thing that happened at the craft event is that my son witnessed the birth of a goat. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he had first, many questions. Our first, our first event at our farm for the public, and we have an I'm like, of course, goat. Ruby, you had to go into labor right now. <laughs> yeah. He still talks about it. So, oh, I mean, it was life-changing. Yeah, he's at his new home doing good now. That's wonderful. Yeah. We also do school field trips. Um, you can book with us, or we can go to school. Um, I also do any special needs centers like the center down the by. I do vow school. Um, anyone that would want to bring family members that have special needs, we are totally for that. We do church events like the same, you know, you come to the forum or we go to you. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's definitely not anything that is available down here right. you know yeah. i just right. think it's an awesome awesome idea and, and, we, and, and they we, make my day like yeah. i might they might be happy about the animals that but they make my day well and i want to ask about that like what you know owning the form raising your kids at the form being able to host these events but what has it been like seeing like the kids or like the families being able to spend time <laughs> with each other like how what has that been like it just warms my heart. It, I'm just a big giver, and, you know, for people to come and spend time with us and that I get to put on a smile, a smile on their face because of our animals, it just it makes me happy. That's and, awesome. and especially at our craft show um, and, and it, almost any other event that we put on, whether it's form day, the craft show, whatever. Um, Everyone needed that. Yeah, and, and people come find me that I don't even know, mm-hmm. and, and they say that they had a blast, and I said, I'm glad you did. I didn't see you there, <laughs> but I'm glad you did. And mm-hmm. um, People reach out and just yeah. say that we're doing great things in the community, and that yeah. that in itself just makes me so happy. Yeah. That's awesome. So I definitely knew that about y'all, and what probably most people don't know, and I'll say it, is that after the hurricane, we, you know, were hosting different supply drives and all different kinds of things on the bayou to help out the devastation and without hesitation the two of you volunteered your equipment vehicles time when y'all should have been probably fixing your own form (laughs) she she told me that most of the time she said you're we're helping everybody but look at this place and but we got it though you know and so we had just countless flights that were coming into the galliana airport and you know if it wasn't for y'all really stepping up to be able to haul supplies to us we really just would have been in a bind and so that's honestly like part of why I advocated for us to be able to meet with y'all on this podcast because I feel like the community just really doesn't even know the stuff that y'all do behind the scenes you know that like y'all don't don't ask for yeah notoriety for it but I mean I think it's important to know that like people who are leaders of our community like you know they have integrity in public but they have integrity in private as well so I just want to thank y'all for that and we wish we could have did more yeah we appreciate that we, we always try to help anyone in need. Anyone. I don't care who you are. You need something, you come find us. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's our biggest problem, to be honest. We <laughs> we we do Probably we too do, much. We do but, more for other people than, than what we do for ourselves and But I tell them all the time I, I'm gonna do what God wants me to do and right. they have to answer to him. Right, absolutely. absolutely. Oftentimes we've both gotta ground ourselves and say, Hey, mm-hmm. we we need to get together, just us two. We need to go somewhere. Right. We need, you know, so 
we found a good happy medium. Right. We, uh, <laughs> our next available weekend that we don't have anything to do <laughs> is in the end of September. <laughs> so, so it, it, it keeps us busy and we figured out a way to stay connected. Yeah. That's important. That's definitely important. I was telling Megan not long ago, I was in court and this lady comes up to me and she was like, you had shared me forms at your kid's birthday party. Oh my God. I have them scheduled at the end of May. And I'm like thinking <laughs> to myself, I don't really know who this lady is, right. but, <laughs> but okay, cool. yeah, I know. I'm so happy. We had a great time. Um, so I want to ask, are there any, I know <laughs> y'all mentioned a few, but are there any like funny form stories that y'all have that y'all can think of that are podcast appropriate <laughs> mm, besides, oh. besides the, the goat giving birth at the craft event? Right. Um, at the basketball team party we had at the end of the year, our gold wins labor had twins out in the woods, our coaches, uh, our teammates mom came help us get the babies all wet <laughs> running back to the house oh we got them <laughs> and then me and mason playing outside and i'll slip in a big old cow patty and i fell in it awesome. so you know form life awesome it, every day is something it's always something between mason mason comes with all with off the wall stuff you know <laughs> he's funny he's awesome he's starting to ask questions of what's going on sometimes right so right. i'm right. like hmm maybe later yeah right. <laughs> so tell me what or I know you talked about it a little bit but I want you to elaborate what are like the future plans of share me forms uh I'll give you some plans and then I'll give you some dreams because sure. we have a few ideas that we really want although we don't know how to go about doing it Absolutely. um so in the near future and and coming up here tomorrow we we made a deal with uh jd gidry's form um he's more of a form to table than we are a petting zoo Mm -hmm. um we've got we've got plenty property that can be utilized Mm -hmm. that isn't being right now so we uh we signed a deal with him we're gonna raise uh between 200 and 300 meat chickens a week um we're gonna be it's gonna be 100 percent organic meat chickens uh fed nothing but free range grass uh they, these chickens are going to be free range and free range feed we're going to supply to restaurants in new orleans we also want to supply to uh everyone local on the bayou and anyone else few and far between mm-hmm. so uh we want to be able to provide that to anyone who needs it and uh and that's exactly what we're doing that's in the upcoming future um our first shipment of chicken ships tomorrow, so it'll take six weeks for them to be ready to be processed. But um, in six weeks, you can be on the lookout for that, and <laughs> we'll have them. Um, we just recently we had a shed, my personal shed, that we are tearing down and building one four times the size of it so we can host birthday parties at our house at, on the farm. Mm-hmm. You'll have your own little pavilion. you have everything to do. Your outside birthday kitchen. party, yeah. Outside kitchen, bathroom, everything is available there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's upcoming middle of June, uh, maybe towards the end of the month. Um, as far as as far as any more future plans, I think that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Am I missing anything? Any new animals? So we oh we, for sure <laughs> we are we're happy wife to, yeah happy <laughs> we're looking to get some alpacas mm-hmm. uh, we wanted a male and a female we and then this is how we learn about animals we just 
we dive into it and then we realize what we need to do. So right. we wanted a male and a female to be able to breed them, have babies, but you can't. You've got to have three of each. So, oh, wow. yeah, so the male cannot be with the female 24 hours a day. So you can't do that. You have you can't have two of them together because they're going to fight too much. So you need three. So it's just it's just research and stuff like that, that um, that gives us the opportunity to be able to learn what we need to do. Right. Absolutely. You know? We want to know what everyone else wants to yeah, see. We, what so, kind of animals? So we got the yeah. kangaroo, right? We got we got a kangaroo. Um we eventually would like to get a female kangaroo, be able to have breed them and, and do that. Um, so I saw he visited school. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. He's going to be visiting community Bible. Community here Bibles soon. next. Uh, yeah, for their uh, vacation Bible school. Awesome. I really want to get some peacocks. Uh, yeah, we forgot to mention the camping, the campground petting zoo. Yeah, that's so that's. That's uh, in the future, too. So uh, we went to Cajun Palms this weekend, mm -hmm. and Cash the Kangaroo is still on a bottle. So we've got to give him a bottle in the morning and at night, mm -hmm. and he had to come camping with us. Well, we had 400 three, people. 400 visitors from the campground <laughs> seeing the kangaroo, you know. So <laughs> as much as we wanted relaxed. to relax, right. <laughs> we, Not relaxed. it was okay. No. Everybody everybody enjoyed it, and um, it was worth it. A lot of people loved it. We We got business doing it we got people right. who booked us for petting zoos so um and then we didn't really pay much attention to it but then the the gm of cajun palms came find us and said hey in september we want you to come for the weekend and do a petting zoo for the whole campground so they booked us to do that and then i don't know how but today a campground in morgan city called me and said, hey, we heard you did a petting zoo at Cajun Palms. We want you to do one here. That's awesome. So uh, the goal is to get six campgrounds, like as a as a vendor list, you know, right. to have six six locations, and we can do that uh, twice a year. Yeah. At each location, that mm -hmm. way we're doing we're doing one campground a month, mm -hmm. and um, and doing those things will really get us where we want to be. Right. You absolutely. Know? So that's that's currently what the what the future is holding for us as far as black and white goes. But um, I say our dreams, but it, it may be more of my dream than it is <laughs> Megan's. Um, I, I want to be able to actually have a business that people come to and I interact with people every day. So uh, as you know, Rouse is closed on the front road there. Oh, I call it the front road on L.A. one. Right. Um, uh, the only other grocery store that's on LA one or anything remotely close besides on the four lane is the, uh, the IGA. Right. And, uh, a dream that I have is to be able to open up a grocery store of just a mom and pop shop. Yeah. Um, be able to, so I mentioned that we are currently starting to be able to have more meat chickens and organic food. And I, w I would like to utilize our property to even have a garden mm -hmm. and be able to offer organic meat, organic vegetables, that kind of stuff, along with your everyday groceries, you know. Right. But I'd like to be able to offer as much from from down the bayou as possible, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and that's something that is a dream of mine, but um, it's – we don't know how to bring it to the next level. So, right. Well, know. we definitely have a person that you can talk to because we, uh, <laughs> we did a podcast with Mr. David LaBeouf of Frank's supermarket. Oh yeah. And he, uh, he explained how his dad got started mm -hmm. and it was a very interesting 
story and he just kind of emphasized on how much people in South Louisiana don't like chain grocery stores exactly. and how they want to know their grocer and they want their grocer to know them and so where it comes from right and yeah. where they're yeah where their food comes well, I mean from. you can look at IGA right absolutely so I think it's awesome <laughs> that y'all uh you know, are even interested in doing that. I think for that's sure. an and amazing idea. Partnering up with, you know, local farmers for the mead and yeah, yeah. everything like that, you know, that yeah. we can't provide, but we can get it here locally. Right. And I find that, like, there's a huge push in the most recent years, like probably the last 10 years with, like... People wanting to know where their food comes from. Wanting to know where their food comes from and, like, organic, uh, you know, wanting to eat cleaner. and yeah, For sure. You know, we have so many health ailments here. And you, know, you see everyone talks about how grocery store, chain grocery store foods and and other groceries are just pumped with right. stuff that don't really even need to be in it. So, I have no idea. And, yeah, processed what? foods. And um, and I look at it both ways as you know where your, your food's coming from and you also – while you're getting your food somewhere, you're also providing multiple families a way to get their own food too. Absolutely, you're putting you're putting you're putting food in other people's mouths also. Yeah, uh, supporting local. Right. And every chance we get, that's what we do. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Especially like trying to foster that interest with kids in you know gardening and learn. You know, we have we always have a box garden every year and. As something as silly as a bell pepper, like my kids love so to check yeah, the garden sure. with my husband oh, yeah. every afternoon and, you know, go pick the cucumber. <clears throat> and yep. honestly, they probably have never tried a cucumber, but for the fact that we grew one, <laughs> you <laughs> well, know, my, right. Mason, he's, he's never even eaten, and, and I don't even think I've done it. He's never eaten a chadron. Right. But he says that. We got to go get them chadrons, cut them. We're going to put them in some vinegar, a little bit of salt and pepper. <laughs> I so said, Mason, Cajun. you never even had that. How do you even know? But it's just, it's part of it, you know? Yeah. And his old papa friends are yeah, telling him I'm the telling recipe. You, he's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. His he's pop. funny. Yeah. That is so cute. Um, so tell me about what. I know that Share Me Forms is one huge aspect of y'all's lives, but I understand and I know just from kind of being friends with y'all, that's not the only thing y'all are involved in. So tell me, like, what else do y'all do? Bryce, you talked about having, like, a 9-to-5 job. Megan, I know that you mom all day and form all day. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. What else do y'all have going on? So Megan is the definition of a full-time former. (laughs) She's out there every day, every chance she has while I'm at work. Um, she's momming too. She's doing her thing, mm-hmm. being a mom, and uh, and while I'm at work, I work for Crosby uh, in the dredging department. Uh, I work in operations. Um, I used to work offshore for Chevron, mm-hmm. and uh, when Baylor was born, and Mason called me and told me he's willing to sell all of his toys so I can come home from offshore. <laughs> that's when I that's when I knew it was time to come home and even though I probably work more days in a year, um I'm home at the same time as him and uh I get it doesn't matter if I see him for an hour as right. long as I'm tucking him in at, in bed at night. It's right. that's that's what it's about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so tell me about, I know that this last year we were so excited to finally have like extracurricular activities come back. And I know that um, Bless Your Heart Nonprofit had partnered with Share Me's Forms 
to sponsor the T-ball team. And I understand that the both of you were kind of donating your time to just get that all put together. Like, tell us a little bit about that. So after the, after the storm, everything was wiped out. And, um, the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like a, a T-ball and a baseball league in, in Raceland is, was the closest thing for anyone down here to play T-ball or baseball. And, uh, and our little boy plays baseball or T-ball and, um, and to be honest, we didn't have time to be driving back and forth to Raceland three and four times a day, right? A, a week, and um, and I said, you know what? I think it. I think it's best if we we try to do something as far as T ball goes. Well, we reached out to the um, to the the president of the T ball league. Uh, she told us that she she had too much going on from the storm, and she was kind of T balled out, if mm-hmm. you will. She had been doing it for. As long as I can remember, right? And uh, and I said, look, as busy as we are, I'm I'm willing to take that responsibility. Um, and she said, look, you're gonna have headaches. Are you sure it's worth it? And I said, I'll, we want to be able to give the at least the t-ball community, right? Um, something to do, something to look forward to, because I mean that's where it starts, right? Mm-hmm. If if your kids don't play t-ball they may not want to play baseball after right. but if they starting young and they play uh you never know where that'll lead to mm-hmm. so just something for them to do so. yeah right. we had nothing down here you know we yeah. even at first the civic center told us we couldn't have games there mm-hmm. so we were going to have the games at our house <laughs> so we, we were going to make it work we and cash the kangaroo, yeah right? yeah so uh um, t-ball yeah we we practiced at our house with the teams um we bought new equipment we every day for the last eight weeks we went put out the bases for the games and we went pick up the bases for the games every day monday through thursday wow. so um that just that in itself it doesn't seem like much but when when you're not playing a game you don't have to go to the field. Right. But but we were there mm-hmm. every, every day. It um, honestly was very encouraging. I mean, get letting the kids play t-ball is good, and, you know, half of them are laying on the grass and, yeah, and running the, around yeah. and not, you know, they hit the ball and they chase the ball and don't go to first base. and um, But it was just so encouraging to, like, see people again, you know, like right. see. Um, just and, the smallest of T-ball, just to look, see smiles from everybody. Right, you know, and then just, I also see, like, you know, like we talk to our friends and our family and it's like, you know, how did you make out of the storm? And just to hear that other people are going through the same struggles that we are and not just seeing them on social media, like seeing right. them face to face. Like, I think we lose the value in that, you know? And I, we, as, you know, bless your heart, we recognized through all of this how important extracurricular activities were for our kids and how much our kids really have missed out the last few years of not being able to participate in that. So, I mean, on behalf of, you know, me and my family, who I can talk for, but I mean, thank y'all for doing that. Cause without y'all doing that, I just don't think we would have had a T-ball season at the past president and did an excellent job, but she, like everybody for else sure. had so much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a good opportunity. I mean, so every game, my son bragged that he hit the ball over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you really did, but I'll let you say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll let him think that, mom. <laughs> but but it, it was good. It, it it was a good turnout. We had no issues, and yeah. that is that is a a big thanks to the coaches and the parents. Um, 
we we were warned beforehand. They said you're you're gonna have an issue every week, mm-hmm. and and we did our best to make sure everybody was satisfied, everybody was set up, and everything was good. I mean, we made fir- it known. You know, if there is an issue, we have to know. Right. Come yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah, if there's a problem and you you go tell your friends about it, but you don't come tell us who never who can resolved. change it. We right. can we can't fix what we don't know. Absolutely. I think everybody was just so happy to be. Oh, at, it was a good turnout. They had it was beautiful chaos. <laughs> oh, absolutely, it was organized chaos. Yes, is it, what was, the it was. It was hilarious. Absolutely. But I mean, you had parents, and I mean, there was vehicles everywhere right. parked watching the game. So right. it was almost every game was a good turnout. Oh yeah, you know? a lot of mamons and papas. Oh, yeah. and yeah. everybody got out. You know? Oh yeah, everybody absolutely. Got out. And we were fortunate to not have any bad weather. We had to reschedule one one day. Right. And uh, everything went good. And next year, um, Mason's not playing t-ball, but we're still gonna do it. We're That's still good. Gonna, we're still gonna be in charge of the t-ball, independent t-ball association. Mm-hmm. Um, I am trying to move forward and sit on the board with the civic center. That's awesome. And uh, and do those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, I think we need to encourage more young people that it's our turn and our opportunity to sit on those recreation boards and civic center boards and really kind of like you know not that they have bad ideas but kind of provide a new perspective new perspective yeah that's the perfect word uh it's easy to sit behind your keyboard and complain but like we are my brother and i and the rest of our board we are doers you know you have a problem identify a problem but find a solution so i love that y'all jumped identified that problem and provided a solution i think that's great awesome that you say that because uh another another thing that that i want to do is i'm i mean i would like to consider myself a huge uh child advocate if you will right. so i mean children that's our future and Absolutely. that always will be mm-hmm. um and which is like what you said about sitting on the boards at certain things and and so another thing that i want to do is be able to sit on the school board for the foos parish uh, I'd like to run and do that just because and, and I'm I'm one of those parents right now that you don't feel like maybe your voice isn't heard mm-hmm. or or is it it might be just disregarded. Mm-hmm. And um I guess I just wanna I wanna I don't even know how to say it. I just wanna do what's right for our children. Right. And um and have our children's interests at at heart. Right. And that's why that's that's something that I want to do. So I'd like to be able to sit on recreational boards and something that's sports and public boards right. and, and, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, every time I have an off-the-wall idea, Megan just <laughs> says, I'll, I'll support you and, and we're going to make – we're going to figure it out. So That's funny because that's exactly how we are. <laughs> we come up with this crazy idea and we're like – Okay. Let's go with yeah. it. Oh, she's right? like, if you can figure out how to do it, we're going to do it. You know? <laughs> My brother's one more famous thing. last words are, I mean, shoot for the stars. <laughs> right? Why not? Why not? Um, so now it's time for our rapid fire questions. You can give us a one word answer or expand on your answer if you feel like you need to explain. It's up to you. So are you ready? Sure. So what is your go-to order at a down the bayou restaurant? Mm, shrimp po' boy. Bryce? Uh, I'm getting a... Megan, any specific restaurant is your favorite uh, shrimp po' boy? 
Sheremy's. Mm. You might that's be partial a, to Sheremy's, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good choice. My go-to order was, is a shrimp lovers from the Leeville restaurant that ain't here no more. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite. I've I have always Rice, ordered that. Yeah, we're gonna pour one I, out on that. And one. always did. <laughs> that's that's a good. choice. Luckily though, the same people who own Leeville restaurant own Sheremy's. <laughs> Do they have shrimp lovers on Yes, they do. And it is the same thing. So Well, I'm gonna need to go there and order that. I didn't even realize. So I'm gonna call it the Levo restaurant, but Sheremy's does offer the same thing and uh and that Sheremy's is part of my family, so Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We might be partial. A little bit. A little bit. Can't forget your grilled shrimp from Mama Joe's though. Right. That is a good that's grilled chicken too. So what is your favorite Cajun word or phrase and its meaning? Probably sha, sha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going with dogri and, and and the plant. So what's happening in dogri that that's so, your favorite? So word? when I was a kid, my dad always my nickname was always pistol. My dad always called me pistol. Well, my my two boys are dogri. Oh, okay. So yeah, I always call Mason that, and he says the same thing. He says it back. He's funny about it, and then. Uh, the plant is everyone knows the plant, but right. we lease uh, we lease fifteen hundred acres of hunting property in the plant. Okay. So, whenever people think of the plant, they they, they right they know that I <laughs> well a lot of people know that we got we got some hunting land back there and Mason enjoys just saying that word that we're gonna go <laughs> yeah, hunting in the, the plant the plant that so sees. I'm like yeah Mason. So for our listeners who do not know the location of Dogri, it would be the area between Chenier and Fouchon, and then the plant would be the end of 308. Yeah, right. The point of the sausage. That's where the sausage truck used to stop. The Yankee Canal. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, but yeah, the Dogri comes from the the duck. That that's you know that's where I got it from. Whenever we would go hunting and we shoot some Dogris, Mason, I'd always come home with a couple of Dogris, and he he enjoyed that. That <laughs> was funny. So number three, what is your favorite snowball flavor? Cherry from Missy Lane's. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Coconut with condensed milk from Missy Lane's. Oh, yeah. Definitely yes. the top. Honestly, anything from Missy oh, Lane's. She is the best. If we're just her, being honest. Her birthday's in two days. We can't forget about that. I Shout know. out, Missy so Lane. So happy birthday, Missy Lane. We love you. Um, so next hurricane, are you staying or evacuating? Uh, leaving. <laughs> Never staying. I guess it just depends on what it is. Um a, a bad one like Ida, no, not worth it. It's not worth putting the kids through or, right. or Megan. But in the same sense, things were so bad down here that we didn't even know if we were coming back to our our property, our own property. We didn't know if people were stealing stuff. Right. And so in, in my head, if I'm a single guy with no kids, I'm staying to protect my property. Yeah. But – your interest is not always right. You know, whenever you <laughs> married with kids, so we'll probably leave whatever. Happy wife, happy life, right? right? And the kids need Wi-Fi. Let's face it, right? <laughs> well, ours just need their farm animals, but we're good. Okay, so our last rapid fire question: Jambalaya or pastalaya? Jambalaya, because I don't like pastalaya. <laughs> Megan, jambalaya. So the my question is: Red or brown? Gotta be brown. Yeah. Brown? Gotta be. And y'all from Cutoff? <laughs> Gotta be a brown jambalaya. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know the last time I ate a red jambalaya. Yeah, my papa always made a red yeah. jambalaya. I with, had it when I was a kid. With shrimp. I like a brown jambalaya, though. Yeah? 
And not the kind you make in the rice pot either. I like a good homemade a one. A good one. Yeah. <laughs> so we would like to thank Megan and Bryce for visiting with us this evening. That'll do it for this episode of the DTB Podcast. Thanks to our producer, Ross Jambon, our executive producers, Jere Jaro and Hilary Crum, and the rest of the Bless Your Heart nonprofit board members, Luke Newman and Chris Brantley. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the DTB Podcast on Facebook, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also get more content by following us on Twitter and TikTok at the DTB Podcast. I'm Jare Jaro. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.